welcome back. It's me, the Susan Anime, and you are listening to Slop Under the Sea with me. And we will be talking about movies, TV shows, books, fun holidays, everything from other countries to does this still hold up to this day? From, like, rub brats to, like, as told by Ginger, to Movie Monday, to True Creepy Things Tuesday, to whatever I feel like talking about, because this is my podcast, and I hope you all will stay and listen to me and have some good old-fashioned podcast fun, and we'll try to stay as calm as we can, but let's get into it, and let's all have some fun listening, and you can also see me sometimes on YouTube doing my podcast as well. Okay, here we go. Okay, today the content could be a little more chore for audiences. So please, ask someone before listening to this video. It's mature and may be uncomfortable for some viewers. Viewer discussion is advised. Be cautious. This is more for adults. Or for those who get permission. Okay, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon and with the ad coming up soon I know y'all might want to skip it but you should at least try to listen to some of it maybe it's important I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast and I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one artichokey okay dokey artichokey ad break it's now I figure it's time to give you some sound facts if I can find them. Or talk about the sloth gift that I've talked about a few times. Congratulations, you are the recipient of Adopt a Sloth gift box. This gift enables you to adopt a sloth for 12 months. The Sloth Convocation Foundation, the foundation aims to protect endangered sloths throughout South America. Your gift explained endangered sloth facts, sloth in a graphic, sloth species, sloth access to South America posters, sloth postcard, register sheet. So there's quite a few things. It talks about um, your gift explain, how do I register, how long does my adoption last. Okay, so here's some habits about sloths. This is what I was looking for. Tree toad sloths, facts, and figures. 
a complete collection of facts and figures about three-toed sloths. Family, B-R-A-T-Y-P-U-S. Length, 42-75 cm. Weighed about 2.2-6.3 kg. Lifespan up to 30 years. Types, brown-throated, pale-throated, M-A-N-E-D, P-Y-G-M-Y. Habit. Three-toed sloths are found in the forest in Central and South America. They prefer areas with a tropical climate with relatively warm temperatures all year round. Population. The P-Y-G-M-Y three-toed sloth is one of the world's most endangered mammals. As of 2017, there are less than 100 sloths living in their island home. Reproduction female sloths emit a high-pitched noise to signal their readiness to mate. There may be more than one scenario, and male sloths of oh, suitor often have to compete with each other to exclude male from their territory. Sloths mate in trees and give birth to their young in trees. Hanging upside down, pregnancy can be between 6 to 12 months. Baby sloths stay with their mother for a future 12 months. Diet. Sloths are F-O-L-I-V-O-R-E-S, meaning they mainly eat leaves. They tend to favor younger green leaves and usually pick up brown. A hundred trees to eat from. Their metabolism is very slow and it can take up to 30 days to digest one leaf. Bizarrely, sloths only go to the toilet once a week. They can lose up to a third of their body weight every time they go to the bathroom. Sleeping. Sloths in the wild only sleep for, um, for between 8 to 10 hours. Unlike koalas, who usually sleep up to 20 hours a day, when they are awake, they do not move much, except to move to a different tree or to make their weekly toilet trip. Did you know, many cultures associate the word sloth with lazy. However, it is actually means slow. Three-toed sloths are actually very fast swimmers and can move three times faster in water than they can on land. Sloths also move slower to avoid being identified as prey, which is a stealthy survival skill, which I found super interesting. And the next thing in here is a sloth poster. Okay, I have to hang this up in my workspace, but three-toed sloths location across South America. Okay, the B-R-A-D Y-P-U-S-G. Each sloth below is a member of the B-R-A-D-Y-P-U-S three-toed genus sloths. Brown throated sloths. B-R-A-D-Y-P-U-S V-A-R-I-E-G-A-T-U-S pale throated sloths um, is T-R-I-D-A-C-T-Y-L-U-S Main sloths are T-O-R-Q-U-A-T-U-S 
T-Y-J-M sloths. The above map illustrates the location of each species of sloths across South America. Hmm. I will definitely hang this up. I have to decide where, but... So adopt a sloth to... That's just, um... Talking about my adopt a sloth. Okay. Endangered sloths. Predators. In order to save energy, sloths have evolved. So they don't have the ability to move very fast. We will continue more sloth facts. Okie dokie, artichokey. It's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokie, Artichokey. Ad break is now. Hello, welcome back. And I am your host, the Susan Anime Appraiser. Or you can call me Anime. Either one's fine. And today we are going to talk about books, kind of. My stepdad gave me this very interesting looking book. I thought, why not see what it is with all of you out there? Because it seems pretty interesting, to be honest. Okay, Warriors of Legend. Reflections of Japanese, Japan, and Sailor Moon. Unauthorized. This first of its kind book, Viewers, Japanese society through the lens of Sailor Moon, one of the most popular works of anime and manga ever created. In March 1992, the Sailor Moon series appeared in Japan to widespread almanac reach new heights of popularity for a television serial come manga. It became a phenomenon that traveled to nearly every continent on the globe. The series closely minored the time and place of its origin. Japan in the 1990s from the origin of the extame system to the orgasmic of of children deemed different by their peers. The series depict as well as Critics some of the key features of Japanese society after the iconic bubble. The popular Sailor Moon, both at home and abroad, makes it an ex- excellent prism of understanding the changed face of Centerford, Japan. Wow, this may be a lot harder to read than I thought it would be.
trying to figure out because they're wow this is backwards backwards the glossaries in the front the like dedicated in loving memory to Ruth Nath teacher father friend Violet who inspire a love of learning okay Sailor Moon a Remian who is Nokotovsky MT is one of the Japanese manga industry's greatest success stories. Her franchise Sailor Moon has grossed billions worldwide and Takashi's popularity in Japan and abroad is unmatched among manga artists. Although her characters' family lives are often dysfunctional, the first 20 years of T's life were perfectly normal. She was born on March 15, 1967 in Kofu City in, oh boy, I might be giving up already, jeez, city in Yamashin Prefecture. Her parents, Kija and Aiko, always made time for her, and a few years later, she gained a little brother named Shango. She and her brother both grew up in the air, remaining in Yakushin through high school. I am going to apologize right now, but I also might ask my stepdad to help you with these words, because I don't know if I can continue this without butchering the whole thing. What's it the first page says that maybe isn't super hard? Who are these warriors of legend? A single moment can directly change the course of a person's life. For N.T., creator Sailor Moon manga series, that moment came some 15 years ago. Her editor suggested that she create a superhero whose costume consists of the so-called sailor uniform that most Japanese schoolgirls wear to school class each day. A dedicated and a half, decade and a half later, her creation has evolved across multiple media forums and earned millions of dollars. T's vivid imagination and knack for storytelling drew her audience into the storyline and made her characters come to life. It was a success story that took place not only in T's home of Japan, but across the globe. At the series stormed the children's TV ratings charts of every country in which it aired. The success of Sailor Moon can be a tribute to the memorable characters and exciting plot lines written by T, but Sailor Moon's Japanese origin has been a critical component of the series' development. While Sailor Moon deals with universal themes like love, friendship, loyalty, and courage, it also reflects the reality of today's Japan. Even if it's named based on the standard school suit that Japanese girls wear in a Japanese cultural condo. Silbroom thus tells two tales. One is the overt, obvious narrator of a battle between good and evil. The other is a quicker, more stubble tale, resting in subtext and inflection. The second story is not a true story in the sense of having a definition being middle and end. Rather, it's a series of background details that weave together the lives of the many characters into a... Mastic tapestry 
This tapestry illuminates the real mode Japan in which they live in a way that stories set in fiction environments cannot. This work, Warriors of Legend, is the analyzation of the reflected mosque. Well, I'm so sorry if you're Japanese and I am butchering this. While the magical allure, eagle, and architects of the sailors' soldiers serve the overarching plot and obviously having little grounding in physical reality, the main character remains very relatable. Ordinary teenage girl, as a result, this series made for young girls doubled as a window into the nature of Japanese society. Little details added to make the character lives more realistic and relatable are generally glossed over by the native Japanese population. After all, it is a part of their daily lives, too. Considered the character Ama Sailor Mercury, who attend an after-hour charm school. Americans may wonder why it is she has to attend more school given how smart she is, but Japanese viewers would likely be taken by surprise if she did not go to charm school. For native Japanese, Sailor Moon is more or less just another form of entertainment. Aside from the fictional plotline, there's a little new there for them to see. However, for outsiders to the culture, Sailor Moon provides a valuable glimpse into the work of a society that is at turns familiar and foreign. Though the quiet tales and tribulations of characters like Ami, Amy, Sailor Mercury, we see how typical girls in Japanese society live. The sailor soldiers' magical battles and tactics suggest to save the world are jigpegs over the everyday problems of life the later of which are more compelling to the student of culture and humanity. For those interested in Japan, this book, using a mega arc of Japanese cartoons, comics, serve as a fun way to learn about the country. For fans of Sailor Moon series, this book will broaden their understanding of this series, underlying Japanese dynamics, and for those studying popular culture, it serves as a case study of the way into which a society is reflected. For, but for us, Warriors of Legend is a tribute with gratitude of these wonderful characters and the creator NT. They give us much give us so much, not the least of which is chance to see past our own cultural and journey into the lead that is Japan, both as costume of entertainment and scholars seeking enlightenment. It has been a wonderful journey for us, and we hope that for the reader, this work, Warriors of Legend, will provide to be just as wonderful a passport to someplace new and exciting. While Sailor Moon may not be a lav lush and lavish and production as other recent works of Japanese culture such as the new Ghost and the Shell series are as mind bending as Evelglon 
in its own honest and simple way thanks to the depths of its character and the extremely detailed nature of its components surrounding the series makes a perfect window into which to coach a glimpse of Japanese life, society, religion, and culture. Okay. We'll try to continue without hopefully getting too many people mad. Okay. Almost every Japanese child dreamed of becoming a manga artist at one point or another. So T's interest was not unusual. It was in high school that T took her manga stories more seriously. She sketched constantly when it did not get in the way of her math and science studies. At the age of 18, T panned It's Not a Dream, right? Which she later published as part of the two-volume Prism Time series. After she completed it's not a dream, right? T was still unsure of becoming a professional manga artist and instead pursued a degree in chemistry. She spent the next several years at Christie Commercial Universe, Chemical University and Christie Institute of Pharmacy balancing her time between manga and a thesis on the heightened end effects of Thermopical attraction due to ultrasound. Wow. T, while still a university student, made her manga artist debut with Love Call in the September 1986 issue of NAKAYOSH Deluxe, a comic serial. The manga earned her Nashi's New Mangas Artist Year Award. T was thrilled not only because N was a national publication and a perfect venue for her to launch a career, but also because it was her favorite childhood magazine and a getaway to the world of girls' manga. Artichoke, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon and with the ad coming up soon i know y'all might want to skip but you should at least try to listen to some of it maybe it's important i hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast and i hope the ad and sponsor is a good one artichokey okay dokey artichokey ad break it's now and welcome back. I am your host, the Susan Anime O'Hagan. And the reason I did not do a podcast the other day, we're going to slowly take this down to another notch. Okay. The reason I did not do my kids' podcast yesterday was simply because it was 9-11. Yes, that's right. The day we do not like. 
And my brother is asking everyone where they were because he was not born. Literally, he barely knows, like, he only, him and I, from what I remember, I learned about it through history class. Yeah, we had no clue what she was talking about. She's like, how many of you remember 9-11? And we're like, oh, it's 9-11. And we were all staring at her. Only one kid spoke up. And he was like, I remember it because we could see it right through my classroom windows and we weren't sure what we should do, so we started hiding like it was a lockdown. And I was like, well, dang, of course you remember that. Because it's literally right there. I would remember that too. <sighs> Will I talk about 9-11? Maybe. On another day. Not today. Maybe tomorrow. We'll see. I'm not really sure at this point because it's a touchy subject. What happened was horrible and it was just not something, it was sad and it made people angry, mad, annoyed, upset and whatever else you could think of because it was just horrible. And so a lot of people have like grievances. There's a 9-11 museum where it used to be. And unfortunately, I only remember my dad ever telling me, I tried calling your mom asking you where you are. And I'm like, well, what the heck does that mean? And according to everyone, they're like, you were in school. Like, that's where every kid probably was at that point was in school. My physical therapist, who's a little older than me, nine years older than me, she said she was in high school taking like a test and then they kind of stopped and they're like, we don't have to take a test and people are freaking out. Only thing I remember was like adults kind of whispering, freaking out and them trying to keep it. Like, what do we do? Do we tell the kids? I think that's what I remember, but that's basically all I remember and I'm thinking what do they mean what do we tell the kids apparently what they didn't want to tell us was what happened with the planes and everything and I was like ooh and I'm not really sure how to feel right now I mean it makes me sad I try to watch different things about 9-11 on 9-11 and the day after or talk about it and just try to not like post anything too much because it's out of respect. I only did like I already pre-did stuff but usually out of respect I try not to like do as much and for those family members and people who have been dealing with this I am so sorry and I hope you don't mind me just retelling some of the stuff that happened. I want to get into the good, the bad, and the ugly, and every part of it. Just understand it. I literally had to do a school project on it. And one of the things I came across while going through the project was this woman who pretended she was a 9-11 survivor from, like, the, I think they called it the main level. I'm not really 100% sure because my brain is like, uh, I don't know. Um, she was supposedly on like the very highest level and no one else survived so they were like how did she 
that she faked it, but yet she helped the people. And I was like, I'm so confused. Like, if you wanted to help them, you could have just said, can I help you? Can I, like, do this for you guys? Instead of faking being a part of it. But that's a whole thing that she apparently was known to do. She faked, like, being an heiress and faked being another survivor or something else. And I thought, well, she's a little crazy, but okay. But to me, I was just like... Yeah, no, this isn't right. Like, I was kind of freaked out. Just like, um, a few months ago, I decided to watch the Tiger Cruise, not knowing what it was about. Uh, they just said it was about, like, a boat and fun and this daughter getting to spend time with her father who she doesn't typically see. And that's basically all I knew about it. And that's not the truth. The truth is it's surrounded by 9-11. And different things that happened during that. And how like, people found out about their loved ones. My grandmother literally stated she was literally in New Jersey ER getting prepped and ready to go. And people are rushing to give blood. And she was like, uh, she's like, I remember we were just ready and prepped and going and going to get everything ready. And she was like, the most eeriest thing was no one survived. She was like, yeah, that was the most eeriest part. I was like, yeah, that can't be good. Being a nurse during 9-11 had to be a little scary, I think. But like I said, I don't remember it that well. Literally, people my age and younger don't really remember it, which is kind of weird. I was watching Christy Carlson Marano. If I'm saying your name wrong, Christy Carlson Marano, you can tell me. And she was there in New York when it happened. And I was like, whoa. And she was like, yeah, I remember my dad calling people. And he was freaking out and trying to get me and my family and get out of there and my friends. And it was the whole thing. And it was like, that had to be terrifying to be in New York City at that point in time. And to me, I don't remember much. Where I live, we were half and half. Where I live, we were lucky-ish. Because it could have been nearby but it wasn't it's kind of a whole thing and it's just kind of I don't know I find 9-11 sad spooky scary disturbing interesting mad angry confused about the conspiracy theories wishing the conspiracy theories were real like people didn't die okay good no one died that'd be great because then no one died but no, that's not what happened. People died. And people got hurt. And people had issues. And I remember the other thing that I found was the recordings, the family members who were on the plane. And it made my heart stop. And I'm like, holy crap. This was like a child and her mother saying goodbye to their loved ones. And I was... I hope you like, 
You can check me out on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I also have another podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now. Over and out.